Yo, what's up, everyone? This is episode 17 of the Blurred Podcast. As always, we have Darkside. Yo, what's up? Green Tuner. Hello. Greencast. Hey, what's going on, guys? And myself, the Ed Underground. How you guys doing? I'm good. Doing good. What did you guys think about uh, Star Wars Visions? Yeah, uh, I loved them. Oh, I didn't watch oh. it. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, that, wow. That, that was like, it's just <laughs> wow, what a delay. Yeah, go back and watch this video, Green Turner. You like yeah. you, you like pause at the perfect time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you went like you were like, ah did not watch it. <laughs> it, was like, it was actually pretty perfect. Well, um, um you didn't watch it. Uh, yet another great blurred episode where we wow. have not somehow. <laughs> Okay. It is Did an hour and a half. It? It's like 12 minute episodes. Literally oh, is it? Yeah. It's yeah. like the simplest shit in the world. You oh. put up a thing in the message board just as a reminder to watch the damn thing. You could have watched it before. I don't know. It, I'm, it's, it's good. It didn't call, it didn't interest me just seeing it. I was like, I'm, hey, I'm surprised. Star Wars anime. That, that's something I've always wanted was a Star Wars anime. Yeah, you want everything anime. It doesn't Not matter. Everything, Even if no. it was Barney and Friends anime, you'd be fucking drooling all over. That'd be pretty cool, though. Yeah, exactly. SpongeBob anime. SpongeBob anime is actually. Oh, that was pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but Star, Star Wars Visions, it wasn't bad. And I have to give respects, respect to the uh, different studios that did different takes of it. It was very interesting. I mean, there were some episodes that are kind of snoozers, uh, but like some of the action, over, the action overall and the, like, the storylines, it definitely a lot of the episodes were more Asian themed, yeah. uh, like with samurais and um, like Ronin and so forth. It, it was very, it was culturally different than what we're kind of seeing with seeing in the past with Star Wars, uh, especially the older episodes. Now the newer I episodes- actually, I- I actually thought it would be more different after the first vignette, which mm-hmm. I really loved, the duel, which I thought was the most Asian-inspired, like Kurosawa-inspired type of um, samurai-type story, which I, I really liked. But after that, I think they got mostly, <clears throat> I don't want to say generic, but they they became just less um, tied to Japan and just more anime, you know, anime in general which I, I don't hate and I don't mind at all. There's actually one that is, um, I thought that Capcom would sue them for ripping off uh, uh, Mega Man and Dr. Light for yeah. like, it's like, I mean, I know it's based off of like Astro Boy, Astro Boy yeah. but um, that dude, I thought he was Dr. Light. I was like, what the hell? It's it like, it's it's after, Mega Man. Uh, yeah, it's episode probably. six. I think it's six or seven. Okay, I guess yeah. I'm, I left off on episode six. Wait, so is there another... So you didn't even finish it either? I oh didn't finish it. Well, there's God. like 12 episodes? You know, Nine. you guys know we have a podcast geared towards this geek <laughs> stuff. It's like watching one movie in a week is not a huge requirement. <laughs> I don't what know. I just saw, I saw the thumbnail and I was like, pass. Really? But I'll give it a watch. Did you see the trailer? <sighs> No, it's pretty good. It, yeah, I like this. I want, um, I want some of these episodes to be actually a full length film or some you kind can of say series. That about everything you see. Well, no, not, not everything I see is like twelve minutes. So you said the same thing about Killmonger. 
Oh yeah, well that's recent. Yeah. So two things mm-hmm. from recent history of what. And two- if, if, if he's talking about, I mean, right now he's a hundred percent based. He's two for two. He's saying from the last one to this one, you say I want whatever we're talking about to be made a full full length film. Something I'm, or that's series. fine. That's fine. But it, you know, I, I think that was the Star Wars visions for the people who have seen it, uh, which is really just me and Dark Side, um, <laughs> as per usual. And someone uh, it, he yes. was halfway. Yeah, he, he always does. Yeah, he only. Yeah, <laughs> he, 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 always, <laughs> he always seems to cut the, the cut the content short. Um, but the, yeah, you know so, what? I don't. It, it's not so much Green Tuner didn't get a chance to see it, no problem. But how do you only watch up to episode six? Like, he I watch saw it like he watched, four o'clock in the morning. Episode five, because if he's you couldn't put in a half, you couldn't put in forty five more minutes in. No, wake because, up in the morning. what time was it? Uh, I saw like sprinkle it through. It was like he, four in the morning. Yeah, so he, he was getting ready to go out for a drive. TLB1. TLB1. Yeah, he was already getting six. sleepy. TLB1. Um, yeah. What was your favorite? What was your favorite episode? That's a hard one, man. There was, I would say, if I, there was a few that I really liked. So Same. I liked, I'm not going to lie. So The Ninth Jedi was really Yes. Good. The Ninth Jedi. What episode yeah. is that? Five. Oh. That's okay. five. As long as it's not okay, so, past six, and right, also so, you're talking. About. I'm sorry. So <laughs> no, I dark see side, that one. No, that's my favorite one so far. Dark, dark side. I'm gonna talk to you. And uh-huh. underground, you're you're muted. For I like the knife, Kenan. I like you that can't. One. But the thing is, you can't say that's my favorite one. Like we're talking about as all of I sit as of right now. Oh, okay. That's one. that's like that's like saying like you try. Have one you have you at underground? Have you watched the He Man series yet? Uh, not just the two episodes uh, I've seen. Right, okay. So, so just uh, no. <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah. Have you watched the whole thing? Uh, not ask you watch the whole thing. Scene. Yes, we have watched the series, and I said two episodes. Yes, so. that's not the no. series. The series is that the series episodes. is the whole thing. Yeah, it's like it's saying, like, "Hey, you know, I've watched uh, Gundam or fully movie. caught up, fully caught up episode. to the series." I'm not fully caught up now. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. Okay. So, dark side. Let's have a conversation. Yes. Yeah, uh, for people who have completely watched the entire series, mm-hmm. um. I would say out of all of them, I I love the Ninth Jedi. Ninth Jedi is probably one of the best ones because it's actually one of the ones that actually surprised me. Like I was kind of blindsided by the ending of it, or like the the fight scene, or the right before the the big seal. And I was just like, wow, this is that was actually kind of good. I mean, and granted, I think that the Ninth Jedi is the longest one out of all of them. Uh, I think so, yeah. 23 minutes. So, yeah, the second one to that will be 21 minutes, uh, which is the very last one, uh, Akakiri. Um, yeah, I also liked. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Talk too. about talk about a dark twist there. Yeah, that was what a, a good really, one. That was a really <clears throat> crazy twist at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Elder was really good only because it, t- it told a story of what... Um, it told the story of what will happen, like because you know, and all like the whole the whole Star Wars series is about the Sith pretty much being in charge, and the Jedi's are always on the brink of trying to come back. But the Elder was the opposite of that, and I really like that. Of what if the Jedi were the ones in power, and the Sith were the ones that are practically extinct? What would happen? And mm. I felt like the Elder. The fact that, you know, like the Jedi from the Elder, he was like, hey, I've never felt a dark force like this before. Like the Jedi growing up in this time period didn't know what the dark side, they knew the dark side, but they never actually 
experienced the dark side. They never fought against the dark side. So I thought it was like Coach Willis. That's one of the cool things about this series is they're kind of sprinkled in all across Star Wars history. It's not necessarily in one point in time. You're watching little vignettes that could be before, after. Right. It could be, you know, far into the past. Some of them we can't tell for sure. Right. No. Uh, what about the duel, the first one, which I really like as well? What do you think about that one? I thought the duel that as far honestly for starting out the the whole vision series, that was a really good one to start off with. Um, the action with and how they they took like the Japanese and the Japanese themes, um, and then like with the lightsabers, mm-hmm. had a lightsaber umbrella. I yeah. thought that was like cool, turned mm-hmm. into a staff. I mean. That was a really, really good one. And the art style out of all of them, mm-hmm. that was, honestly, I think the most interesting out of all of them because mm-hmm. it was a very jerky kind of mo- stop motion. I can't, I'm trying to recall an anime that reminds me of that. And I can't think of anything um, off the top of my head. Stop motion? The motion you know, anime? you know what it kind of reminded me about? Like, I, I don't know if I'm remembering right, but didn't Afro Samurai kind of feel like that a little bit? Remember that? Yeah, it did bit. feel like yeah, it did feel like a, like an Afro Samurai type feel. It's not jerky, jerky so much as like you can also you can almost see the brush strokes of the animation. Yeah, so yeah, like it was a style. Strokes, it's a style. Yeah. It wasn't like actual stop motion, like uh, like with clay animated animation mm. or mm-hmm. dolls. It's like. Like, yeah, like he was saying, like the brush drawn. Yeah, yeah, you can see the motion of the brush strokes. And that is what gives the, instead of it being like a flat 2D picture, mm-hmm. it gives it, it breathes life into it. it and it was black motion. and white. So it felt like an old Kurosawa film. But when the lightsaber yeah. is ignited, they were fully colored. The yeah. droids lights were fully colored, but they're all, everything is, and I think the laser blasts are colored. Mm-hmm. So, but you're still watching a black and white samurai movie, but with like these Jedi-esque touches, which I think also added to the, just the coolness of that yeah. Um, vignette. Yeah, it was um, really cool. At Underground, about- surely you you paid attention or watched the first one. Yes, I okay. paid attention uh, to all the ones I've seen. Out of the ones I've seen, my favorite is the the Nine Jedi. I okay. like the um, the unexpected uh, twist towards the end, and sure. uh, even kind of threw in my my boy's lightsaber, the uh, purple lightsaber. If you guys know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like um in the prequels, how Mace Windu? Yeah, well, Mace Windu's not in it, but he had a purple lightsaber. Sure. And yeah. Well, you said he, your boys. So. We had my boy's lightsaber. He, yeah. Um, someone in the Ninth Jedi, he had a purple lightsaber. It. Uh, spoilers. So. Yeah, uh, there's spoilers. a cool. There's yeah. there definitely a cool idea behind the colors of lightsabers in that episode yeah. and the importance of co- really a cool concept that is. is not is not canon at all. I don't think that's how canon. it works at all. But the idea that and that's what I think I like about this. You know, you it's a cool idea. It's not canon. This is where you can do it. It looks great. By the way, the ninth episode is um, I don't know if you guys noticed this right off the bat, but I, I, I started noticing the studios that we're making the episodes and this one is uh, by production IG. Mm-hmm. And um, if you ever watch the um, ghost in the shell animated series that are on mm-hmm. adult swim here, which one didn't they have a couple? They had a couple, but I think they did all of them production IG. Oh, That's where okay. I knew them for many years. And when I saw their name on ahead of the, like the, the start of this episode, I was kind of excited. My expectations were pretty high and it, yeah, it did I've definitely fulfilled them. I watched, I think the ninth, 
Jedi, I must have watched it twice, and the duel I watched twice. Yeah. Now let me ask you this true otaku question here. Did you guys watch this subbed yes. or dubbed? Yes. yes. You already know. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna I know what Creep Kids gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, I mean, it, it, it was only I the first thing I did when as soon as I started the duel. Same. I, I said, I paused it, like, uh-huh. literally one second. Actually, no, I waited till it got past the intro. I was like, I kind of wanted to see kind of how the animation really was, because I went into this really blind. Like, I saw, like, the one trailer for it, but mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of had made it my decision. But I was wondering, like, you know, there's certain animes, like, like Big O, back in, uh, like, Adult Swim, Toonami mm-hmm. era. Like, you could watch dub, and it's really great voice acting. Yeah. yeah and I was, was like, really huh, good, let, me, let me see. And as soon as I saw the animation style for uh, the duel, I was like, yeah. nope. I went to the settings. Hell like, no. <laughs> Disney, and Disney put only in dubbed. I promise you I'm going to VPN into Japan and I will <laughs> I will read a transcript if I have to. Uh, mm. I want to know the voice. Well, luckily, you didn't need to do that. Yeah, no. Actually, I have to give Disney uh, a huge, huge props for that because mm-hmm. um, they put it in so many different languages. From the get go, it wasn't something like okay, English. It wasn't like the basic languages like English, Spanish, you know, um, like Japanese and so forth. They had the full the full list of almost mm-hmm. every well known spoken language. It was already translated in um, mm-hmm. voice voiced in those languages, and then they had subtitles for every language as well. Which I have to give. I mean, granted, these are short episodes. But at the same time, that's that's a huge undertaking. Well, yeah, fully performed and acted, and actually the jet that I so I watched all of them in Japanese first, mm-hmm. and then the ones I really liked, you know, the ones I decided I want to watch again. I was like, all right, I'll listen to them, the English dubs, and the English dubs aren't bad, but the Japanese ones really have a striking uh, authenticity to it that yes. I I like when I watched it again. The English versions, I mean, I'm not going to complain, but I was like, there's so something like natural to the the japanese that it, i don't know if it's just in your mind There's but more it, emotion That's yeah it feels like the animation is melded with the emotion it's or the, just, yeah. the voiceover in japanese yeah. especially in that first the duel which is so like perfectly suited it is. um so I, honestly so the one episode that i did watch i watched in japanese at first and then mm-hmm. i had to go back actually to a point and watching english because the dub the the sub did not match the subtitles so like the subtitles mm. were read um this is for lop and the ocho for anybody who's listening yeah yeah um there's at the very beginning there was the narr- narrator was talking but the words that were um being translated you could read them quicker than the words that were being spoken on uh, so like the translation would disappear but they mm-hmm. were still speaking so i'm like oh maybe you know disney as we know or and what we saw that with like wandavision and so forth they make change they make mistakes and they make changes as um the series progress or mm-hmm. people catch something they can post edit it and fix it at, at a later point in time so i thought that was what happened so i put it in dub to watch lop and ocho and come to find out it was just what i said it, the subtitles finished quicker than the person that was speaking um and it didn't take any way, anything away from the episode but yeah like the 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 words the how they they portray the motion in the dub version it just doesn't hit as well as the 
the the the Japanese versions, um, yeah. the sub versions. So yeah. I absolutely loved it. You, you know where was, I noticed it the most right away, where it made me so happy. It's in the duel. The bandits, the bandits had this like perfectly bandit mannerisms in yeah. Japanese, where they were like a little goofy in what they were saying. Yeah, um, where it just was like, ah, oh, this is perfect. This is your stereotypical samurai bandit. Yeah, no, it was yeah. it was it was really good, and um, you know, out of you know the one the one episode that kind of got me more emotionally than anything else was mm. the TOB one. Uh, so TOB one. Um, I couldn't wait for that to be over. Wait, really, which one was TOB? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's that, that the Mega Man one. Yeah, you haven't seen that one. Okay. Um, what episode number is that? Yeah, six. <laughs> so Ed knows. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, so I saw five then. <laughs> yeah, so episode six. Um, oh, you so you saw five instead of well, six. Well, I thought six was uh, the ninth Jedi. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he he's only watched it. All right, let's not confuse him here. Yeah. Um, so the reason why I like that episode so much was um I think it, it honestly because it's the idea that the force doesn't have to inhabit a living thing to be um to be able to be used. And right. he was an android, and but yet he was able to, he was like, oh, I'm having dreams of the force. And, you know, I see myself fighting, you know, protecting planets as a Jedi. He sees himself as a human, as a human child, yeah. trying to find out he's just an android, but he actually does control the force. And, you know, his master, you know, Professor Light was. Does he, does he, (laughs) does he display any kind of force ability? I I don't think he does. I thought he did. I thought he uh, used like force, like a force push at one point after after, remember when he gets his he gets his tail whooped right so he gets his ass whooped and then he's at the he's at the grave yeah he's like the 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 doctor's like yeah and that he's like my young padawan he's like anime power up and then you see like the 10 hands come out i mean i'm kidding yeah yeah, yeah. you know typical anime stuff he gets powered up but um was it his final form no but uh and shut up um (laughs) But no, I really like that episode because it reminds me of what's that? What's that one? And I, I don't know the bad history of him, but uh, was it the Sith Lord uh, Grievous? Grievous. Grievous. Is it Grievous? The one with the he, breathing apparatus and the forms. Is he the yeah. one with the multiple arms? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, isn't he like part droid at that point? He was was he he is an android. Yeah, right? he's like his living yeah. organs are inside of a droid, droid to keep him alive. Yeah, right. That's droid body, like the breathing thing. Or he's right. yeah. coughing. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. We don't know this backstory of how this android was made because he's different from the other robots. Mm-hmm. So he might have you know parts of a human child inside of him. We don't know, yeah. but. That was the thing I, I liked. That it's would like, be that would be a twist. That would be a twist with that. Mm-hmm. Like Dr. Lee's fucked into Akira, up. <laughs> where it's just chunks of a boy inside. Seven, right. Wow. But that kind of would make sense. Like, because you know, like the the Professor Light Jedi Master, mm-hmm. you know, he goes and he goes in pretty much into exile, trying to save planets and so forth. And he's keeping that part of a secret, but he builds this one, this one Android that's special out of all of them. So that would be kind of like a weird twist. Like, Hey, he did have a, a Padawan who got, mm-hmm. you know, uh, dark, uh, Darth Vader, you know, guys legs chopped off and so forth, or got, mm-hmm. de- got destroyed for the most part, but he was able to be salvaged. Like his brain was able to be salvaged and like that and made him into an Android that still had the force. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going much deeper into it, but mm-hmm. it's, just from, it, it's definitely Astro Boy 
um, Mega Man. Oh yeah, off. it's definitely it's it's like big time. Yeah, I mean that, that that is a lawsuit probably waiting to happen um, because I mean I, I think it was like the creator of Astro Boys involved in some capacity. It has to be. I mean, because literally, it's like they took the body. It's of definitely Astro an homage. It's definitely homage territory. So I don't. Yeah. yeah. I would tell uh, the Disney lawyers to go, <laughs> even though they fully financed it. <laughs> yeah, so prop props to Disney, props, and this is not props to the props to Disney for doing this because they yeah. don't need to do this. Um, and it's like I said, no canon. It's none of this is attached to canon. Everyone's like dead set on canon. This is kind of the most um, like liberating uh, expression of the Disney acquisition of Star Wars that I've seen that feels like. Aside from the Mandalorian, this feels this all felt very right to me. This all felt yeah. like it's this should have been here a long time ago. It was fun. It was energetic. Uh, all the depictions were cool. I mean, like I said, the the, the Tob one, I I thought it was a little cutesy, and I think I was just getting a little. Uh, come on, let's move on with this because I think that one came right after the Ninth Jedi, and I was all like, yeah. And then I, after this one, that was the next one they showed, and I was just like. Are you kidding me? Move, move yeah. this along here. You can't go from like Ninth Jedi to like this and have like you have to like sp- split it up between days because you, if you try to like go through all of them at one time, I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it's a I did. I did yeah. the same thing too. I did too. Well, yeah. The, well, but luckily, right after TOB one, you get the Elder, and then you get uh, the the last one, which is liar. really good. Wait, yeah. liar? What? No, we were. Oh, saying- because you joined in with uh, Dark Side. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. oh, I watched it too. Yeah, we should yes, we watch it too up until the. No, no, just like, we're, we're talking about all of them. But <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a roller coaster ride. Um, of but it was fun. But, it's a fun roller coaster ride. No, absolutely fun. And I, yes. I mean, by roller Highly, coaster, yeah. it's yeah. not even like there's ups and downs. It's more of the fact that you get so many different flavors at mm-hmm. one time, and it's hard to appreciate all what you get mm-hmm. at one time um it's this best. is kind of what i this the feeling i got watching this is kind of the feeling i wanted for what if which i didn't get. I, was, I was just about to oh, say the same thing yeah right absolutely yeah absolutely it's it's one of it this is what what if could have been and what if i, I mean it's been good i enjoy I, I still think the dr strange episode so far has been the best what? one yep. been okay okay and what that's yeah. what i'm saying it's, it's okay Overall. It oh, is, it's you okay. Good. No, no, I'm saying it's like, good. And no. I'm saying it's good as of as good as its own individual standalone thing. It's good. Um, because trust me, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. yeah but what yeah. I would say visions is great. Mm-hmm. That's why okay. that's how I would break it. Visions mm-hmm. is great. What if is good? It's passing, it's just over the threshold of good. And barely, especially barely. with that last episode. What with the uh, uh Thor? Yeah. You didn't like that? No. Wow. Well, well, before we get to that, because yeah, I have, it, yeah. I, yeah, before we get to that one. So, um, is there, a, Ed, Ed, do you want to add anything of what you've seen in um, Star Wars episodes Visions? You watched? Yeah, which <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm giving credit. You watched at least half of them. So, gotta have some. Hey, you opinion. watched five more than me. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but again, yeah. like I said, I really enjoyed it. I, um, it reminded me of mm-hmm. uh, the Animatrix a little bit. Doll yeah. we have. Why does yeah. everything have to go back to the Matrix? So then. I said the animatrix. That or Dragon Ball. So Everything goes back to Dragon Ball. So you don't need to bring, yeah. The, yeah. Animatrix was, so animatrix the was like the most typical 
I mean, they did it first, right? They did yeah. it first. That's why. Yeah. yeah, that's why I was like, um, and I love the Animatrix too. For yeah, me too. That yeah. was good. Very, very excited well. to rewatch the Animatrix soon before the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, Wait, quick question. Sorry. Uh, to interrupt. So with um, the Star Wars thing, is it mm-hmm. the same thing with the Animatrix where the art is different from episode yep. to episode? Yes. Different studios okay. do do. Yeah. It's like Every little vignettes. Later. Yeah. And okay. Right when you start the episode, you see the studio who created it. So you see, like, um, so it doesn't I, just all look like one punch. Like they nope, have different nope, styles. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Right, completely right. different. Okay. I'm Wildly sorry. different. At times. They're one. Sh- they're literally one shot stories. They're mm-hmm. one like they're one shot ah, stories. See, I was going to get to that. It, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. It, well, you know, I thought they were going to be one shot stories, but a couple of them are very open ended. With like, like the Ninth Jedi ends with a there will be a part two. Yeah. Um, Lop and um, whatever the twins, the twins, twins one yeah. ends with uh, like a episode two teaser. The Lop and Echo or whatever it is ends with yeah. a teaser. possible teaser for like uh, a future confrontation. Yeah, so I know that ship. I know that this says season one. So I'm hoping that Disney is uh, letting another season, hopefully yeah. more, come out. So what? What if? What if? this is leading into like it's like a test thing like hey if this does well yeah they're testing out the waters yeah. yeah and i hope they do another uh, another season because i would definitely look forward to it i don't know mm-hmm. if they would um continue with mm-hmm. part two of the certain ones that look like it was open-ended mm-hmm. but um we'll love to see it but like i said mm-hmm. before i would love to see um at least one of them become some kind of series where it be the twins or uh the knife jedi love to see one of those two become an actual mm-hmm. like not not movie length but like a series now i'm glad that ed you watched some of the series now and especially the ninth jedi which i have a question for you here yeah there is definitely uh an uh an emphasis on female main characters on some of these how do you feel about that oh you rage shut off this after the ninth jedi is that what happened the father that explains the father trained her makes sense no the father Mm. trained her if you don't remember the father father trained her yeah how Uh, how else would she know how to do all that so so you're telling me the father trained her to full-on fight yeah do do you remember the beginning they actually no he didn't actually he specifically says that she does, she just has talent, like you know, potential. Yeah, he didn't say. He, didn't say, he wasn't talking about force wise. He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything about training. I mean, all, all around as well. <laughs> I mean, she's never like she just picks up the lightsaber for the first time there. I don't know if it was for the first time. No, he, it was. It was well, I mean, definitely, made... she's not a master of the Jedi no, no, or anything. No, no, no she, she's definitely so, a master. Interesting. But, interesting. So the father made lightsabers. Sure, sure. For you know, some time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she could turn but it on and because, swing it around. Yeah, just because you're a smith doesn't mean that you know how to use He's whatever you're smithing. Well, yeah. I think he was a Jedi. He was, or he um, has, he has Force talent. Um, a, whether yeah. or not he was trained is not a question. Um, clearly, because this, this, the Ninth Jedi takes place at a time when the, it's after Return of the Jedi, so the Jedi Order has been yeah. destroyed. So mm-hmm. nobody's trained these Jedi's. There's no training happening of jedis right now like the 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 lightsaber maker we don't know his background technically but we don't but he is and again this is not canon so I, yeah, I mean we're getting into the weeds here but i think it's implied that he's making lightsabers and in the canon a jedi makes their own lightsaber that's part of the right of becoming a jedi you make your own yeah. lightsaber 
So this guy's making lightsabers. So clearly, I, in my opinion, they're kind of self-taught. These people are just kind of grasping at feelings in the force to guide them towards like, I, I can make a lightsaber because I have some, something is telling me how to make this light. Like something is guiding my hand to make these lightsabers. Something is guiding my hand to gather these Jedi or force people together. Something is like all like, and I like that. I'm not against that idea. But I think when I was watching this, it definitely that that main character, the girl, uh, did not feel trained, but she was swinging that thing around. I uh, love the speeder chase where she was just like uh, on the ice, I think, uh, platform mm-hmm. where she was just yeah. knocking the, the bolts back to them. And then right off the bat, she goes toe to toe with a bunch of Sith. What yeah, do you she, know? And she did yeah. it with with ease, like if she was trained. Unlike, as if she was yeah, trained. Yeah. As if she was yeah. trained. Yet yeah, she wasn't. Mm. And good. how old do you think she was at Underground? Um, Take a guess. Anime guess. Below here. 15. I mean, anime girl, so. Yeah. Maybe 12, 13. Yeah, yeah that's probably. what I was like. It's that's typical about, anime. anime range. <laughs> you, ra- you, you go down, you roll down on anime. <laughs> well, well, you know, you know in anime, anime, like, they'll have guys who have beards and so forth. You're like, how old are you? I'm 14. Like, what? You're the best. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were a senior high school student, so I'm old as fuck. The only one that made sense with that was the the anime with the little girls that were uh, engineered to be hitmen. Oh, Gunslinger Girl? Yes. I haven't seen an anime. I know about it. Gunslinger Girl, great stuff. That's a great great. anime. Um, To go go back to uh, the the Ninth Jedi. So Mm. now, it's not canon. But um, when the Smith uh, did pick up his lightsaber or a lightsaber mm-hmm. he made, it turned yeah. blue. Yeah. So, so that's why I said, was... like, he has some kind of, he has definitely some kind of background. background. Yeah, yeah. Clarence probably. So, or some kind of something in him is guiding him. <laughs> he makes lightsabers, first of all. Yeah. Like that, that, that needs to be taught. So either he is a former Jedi taught. or he is, yes, him. Yes. He either he is a former Jedi or, um he, uh he's guided to do that which i like i said they didn't go into detail but i think the general theme was in and all those people gathering there the in the the temple they're all being drawn that none of them are taught they're all fighting with lightsabers none of them are taught i thought uh, the, there, um, there's one kid who literally was like oh it was my first time touching a lightsaber do yeah, you remember that. any of this shit yeah, I didn't the um I forgot his name, the one guy that was in the robot suit that Mar-Grave. we thought he was the bad guy Mar-Grave. in some kind of way. Yeah, I thought, yeah. Um, I thought he had called them together. He did, he, did. Them together. he, yeah, he felt him out, he felt him out through the forest. Mm-hmm. He sent out invitation. Well, we might as well spoil it at this point. We're talking about everything. So yeah. I mean he sent out he he fell through the forest, he felt all the Jedi out in the galaxy, and he sent mm-hmm. out invitations to these Jedi um these jedi either they knew they were jedi or they had or they knew they had a strong uh link to the force or they already knew that they did or they had some type of inkling like it, they they were pretty much young padawans jedi mm-hmm. or they's like hey i feel i feel something i feel something this might be the force um then the sith you know c- killed all of them except for one mm-hmm. and or two of them actually, two of them killed all of them except for two. There was just that one guy, and then the guy who was a pretty much a double, he's almost like wait, triple agent. What you call him? What the uh, was, yeah, I'd say he's a, he's a triple guy. agent. Yeah, he's a good guy who went pretending sit. to be a bad guy. Yeah, but he's well, really a good guy. He wasn't pretending yeah. to be a bad guy. From what I took it, um, he was a Jedi, but 
he kind of um, fell into the dark side in the midst of being surrounded by um, by the Sith. Yeah, because he was pretending to be one of them. Yeah, he was pretending to be a, he. Yeah, he, he when they all their sabers turned red, his turned red too. Yeah, yeah. he was about to pretty much attack uh, the one Jedi guy and the girl, mm-hmm. and then he was actually uh, he was actually fighting against them until the very end when the Margrave was like, "Hey, stop it! You know mm-hmm. you're you're not part of this." You know he's like, "Oh, huh, my bad." You're like I, but- I I got caught up in the caught up being dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I didn't take it as pretending. I thought he actually like mentally or in the force, whatever, like kind of fell into the dark side without even realizing it. Because I noticed when he fought the girl and um when I mean girl... he literally says it. He says I went too deep yeah. down the yeah, went too deep down. It's like yeah, he, he was undercover. I mean, we've all seen well, no not undercover he fought, because he fought the girl. Maze yeah, Lindy. he went undercover. Yeah, he, he was Lindy undercover was pretending like... he was undercover, pretending to be a Sith, and he got drawn into the like Sith mentality. And then it kind of broke him out. I don't think he went on the cover, though. Okay, so he was a Sith, and he decided no, I think to he was Jedi. a Sith. So you think, okay, so you think he was what? a good guy fighting the girl because he was a good guy? No, I think he was. A How good he guy. knew he knew the Mangraves though. They were pretending to not know each other. They knew each other. Do you not like they? Oh, they speak the at the end. Each other. Yeah, they speak, yeah. I remember that part? Yeah. Okay, so I he literally went undercover, and they they knew that he's undercover. He just. He was just too do- down, too deep down the hole, yeah. and he had to be broken out of it. So he absolutely was undercover. Yeah, they they, they <clears throat> pretty much beat all the Sith. The Margrave killed all the Sith for the most part. I think the girl may end up killing one, but then he killed um, a couple. Yeah, she- but the Margrave pretty much killed them all. Um, and it was the Margrave. I mean, they surrounded the last guy, and then he was like, "You know, this is not you. You need to break out of this." He was like. He was just like looking and he's like, you're right. This is not me. He's like, I, I, I was in too deep and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, he was undercover the entire time. Yeah, they and knew each other. Yeah, the Sith, the Sith mm-hmm. knew him. And the thing is, this is how you know he was undercover because when they got the lightsabers, they all went red and they turned mm-hmm. on the one guy that went blue in the chick. And then none of the other Sith were like, wait a minute. We thought you were a Jedi this entire time. Mm-hmm. They were like, we're all Siths. This yep. is what we came. We came here to kill you guys. So mm-hmm. yeah, he he was undercover the entire time. Yeah, but, he, he um, was Colin Farrell in Miami Vice. Yeah, I mean, his soul switcheroo, <laughs> the whole reach around. Um, but I mean, overall, I mean, this was this was really good. I I really yeah. applaud Disney on this, and I really hope that in the future, Disney continues to do this. I hope they continue into season two, um, because yeah, there are some. There's a lot of open ended. Um, videos or uh chapters in this where it's just kind of like wow you know i really do want to see like the last one that whole switch around the whole the very mm. last one like Ka- mm. kakakiri i'm like man i want to see that, that ending was very good because very it good was, it was a typical it was not typical it was one of those situations like i'm going to the dark side to literally yeah. save you i'm here yeah. to save your life yeah. and i have to do and then she's like where are you going it's like, yeah. he's like, I got I, I do I gotta what I, do what I gotta do. Yeah. yeah. He's like pretty much I had to do what I gotta do. Now I'm part of the dark side. I literally sold my soul to save you. Yeah. And Very I'm like, cool. the fact I wish they would go and do a whole storyline of you know going now in Lop and correct me if I'm wrong here, Creamcast. In Lop and Echo, doesn't the girl who uses the lightsaber have no training at all? She has no training at all. Zero training. And in life. Yeah. 
the ninth uh, Jedi. No, no and Lop and Echo, you oh, haven't gotten to it yet. You haven't gotten to it. Like episode but eight. like literally, people have no training and shit, and they're just like going to town. You know, the funny thing is, the per the, it is always, you know, this is going, this is going to send it underground to the moon. Yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. tainting the episode for it underground. All of, fuck the ad underground is what I all, say. No, I'd rather see this. All of the people who get superpowers are women. No, none of the guys, none of the guys. Is that true? Zero. Yeah, because think of the uh, think of the stranger, right? So the stranger or the elder. I'm sorry, the elder, the the one Padawan. He, uh-huh. gets, his, he gets his ass whooped instantly. Yes, he does. Do moves yeah. out the double double lifesavers. That's true. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Even the elders like, yeah, you're not gonna last. You're not gonna last much longer. And yeah. I was like, fuck you. I can do without what? And he gets ki- almost gets killed um, in the second strike. And the only reason why the elder loses is because well, the the guy. I'm not gonna ruin it, but but he gets his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know what? I'll take it back. You know, that's not technically not true because. Only other time where a guy comes out of nowhere and is super powerful, but he's not technically a boy, is Tob One. Mm. So mm. Toby, Toby, is technically he goes from zero to nothing as a Jedi mm. or as a Jedi in training. Tob One. So, Tob One. Yeah. Episode six. You haven't seen right. that one. Either. I guess final thought. Uh, oh, uh, Dark Side. Yeah. What is if you had to, let's let's do a ranking system right now. Do you want okay. to do a ranking system, do you, or you want to wait until the rest of these guys watch it? Yeah, I I we can wait. So we, we we can wait so we, we can, can talk about it again. I mean, yeah. give us oh, a reason okay. to revisit it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll watch it then. We could do that, but yeah, generally, I I um, echo your thoughts. I think it's the step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I hope we get more of them, and it felt really good. It felt organic. It felt For organic, sure. and um. Definitely the direction of the Star Wars universe. Force is female. Force is female. We can all all agree on that. Even the Ed Underground agrees on that. It's very cool. Not canon, Uh, but okay. (laughs) Force is female. And the females on on this one did a phenomenal job. And honestly, I want to continue to see their stories. Mm. Remains to be seen. Me and Ed have to watch the rest of it. And we'll we'll give our two cents, okay? Nice. nice. Mm. Well, now that we've talked about... Feminist propaganda. Talk about feminist <laughs> propaganda and all this mm-hmm. other sort of stuff. Uh, let's talk about what if. So, Green Turn, you obviously had uh, some negative viewpoint, viewpoints. No, on the last one. All I said is that overall the series is okay. No, no, no Most... you said you said the last one. You said the last episode was not good. Oh, I didn't like, like it. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, like you have a vague, no. negative viewpoint on it. Why? Yeah, it was just boring. It was it's basically boring. like a <laughs> frat episode. It, okay. You know, with uh, oh no, my mom's coming down. I'm gonna shake in my boots. Blah 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 blah. It it added nothing. I took nothing away from it. Damn. It was basically right. wow. empty calories. It was mm. the Doritos <laughs> of the season where it, it tastes was, good for a bit and then that's it. It was, it was the Bud Light. It was the Bud Light of beers. Chrono Light. The exactly. and, uh, what what's the other one? Uh, starts with an A. Uh, Seltzer. Amstel? Amstel, yeah, Amstel Light. I mean, it was absolutely... You're so... You're so well, you're I, so I haven't time. seen this um, episode. I you saw the trailer it? for it. Mm. Well, specifically, 
after watching the Killmonger. Hey, you one. didn't watch this either? No, because I saw I saw the trailer and I was I I was uninterested. What do we so, talk about here? Wait, is this so, a political podcast that I'm not aware of? Like yes. this is the one job we have. So to watch Green the Tudor, damn episode. We're turning seem... it into no spin zone. Okay. <laughs> Clearly we are. Green Turner didn't see the uh, the visions. I haven't mm. seen uh, up to episode five. Mm. Well, whatever. You're not missing much. Uh, like it didn't, especially after didn't like it. watching the Killmonger one, you know, which mm. had an interesting twist and story to it. Mm. And going to basically, you know, Animal House on Earth or whatever it is. Yeah. It was just disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, there's I'm definitely a trend like in them. what if where um they're like the best ones are the darkest ones or the ones yeah. that go down the darkest paths and the ones that are lighthearted are not that engaging or fun. They're just kind of an afterthought. Well, like even the Killmonger one is dark, but it has an uplifting ending because the sister is able to get the video uh, showing Killmonger, you know, uh, betraying Tony Stark yeah. right. and giving away the whole deal about killing Black Panther. Wait, um, but you talking about dark endings. What about? I mean, this past episode did go dark at the very last scene. At the ve- yeah, they sprinkled yeah. it at the very very end. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, yeah, it was basically yeah. like ah, eh, there you go. Yeah, like <laughs> gonna, frat, you know. frat, 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 and how destruction of the yeah, whole exactly. universe. Um, yeah. Now, I, what you got? What you guys think about that surprise ending? So that was yeah. Ultron with the uh, stones. That was Vision. That was Vision with the stones. Yeah, it was Vision with the stones. Oh, okay. Green Tudor is a hard, harsh critic. Yeah, I'll tell you that is. right now. He's like, eh. it's not about being a harsh critic. It's just it, it's so boring, pointless watching that again yeah. after watching the Killmonger one, which had a nice you know twist to it and nice everything to it. Then go into a frat party, and then at the very end, they just do that whole thing with Vision. It's like, okay, mm. what did that accomplish? I have no idea what's happening. Vision just shows up. There's nothing to it. There's no more. You can't get anything out of it except maybe guess what what happened or what's happening. I would hate mm. Green Turner be like a food critic, like going to like a three star Michelin restaurant, and he just eats the eats the food, and he'll be like. Go to Gordon Ramsay or uh, anybody I don't know who uh, who else, but like, you just I go don't know like, what's happening with this mac and cheese. What is this? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, like I, I don't I, get it. I don't see the story. I see I see beginning. I don't see a middle or end. This is horrible. This is the worst thing I've ever tasted. Like I, this is. <laughs> I give this whole restaurant. You know, it's passing. Like, damn, yeah. dude, you are harsh. Like, no, I'm just saying. It was a twist for the sake of having a twist. Like, do yeah. does anyone here know what that was about? It was just, it was about, well, the whole point. Like when they started, the watcher was saying, like, all these heroes have been forged from going through adversity. By Loki being part of Thor's life, it put it taught Thor a lot of things on how to be mature, how to grow up. Even though you know. Obviously, when Thor won, he was still very childish, but at least taught him a lot of things in life, put him through uh, situations where he had to mature as a man. Mm. But now, with Loki being his best bro and Thor being the only child, Thor is just acting crazy. He's just a frat boy, and he had to never go through anything other than, I don't know, uh, having to deal with Odin every once in a while. Mm. So, I mean, granted, yeah, it I thought it was a pretty decent. Um, 
was it as action packed still as Doctor Strange one? No, well, not even action packed. Was it as yeah, Doctor Strange wasn't really action packed? Not action packed. It was interesting. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like to see a completely mm-hmm. different side of what would happen if he lost, you know, his girl as opposed to his hands. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, I thought it wasn't bad. I, I, I I'm not gonna be as harsh on it. Granted, I mean, as you guys. I'm pretty consistent. I love dark storylines. Like I said about Superman, mm-hmm. I want a dark Superman. I want dark yeah, Batman. Yeah, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> Superman, you're like, yeah, dark. Yeah, dark. No Come lightness. Yeah. But when it comes to all these, like, what is, like, oh, yeah, lightness. Yeah, go for it. Well, I know. I didn't say lightness. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I want the good guys to That's win every basically time. basically what we watched. Yeah. I mean, this one, it was just, it was a little different. And I I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Drew Cass is cutting it a little slack. That's all he's doing. Yeah, yeah I'm cutting really a little slack. That's it. You're he's being hard. A little like, slack. You're, really hard. you're really harsh. You're really coming like, yeah, they suck. They could do better. I didn't I mean, say this. Like, I said, overall, the series, I wouldn't say it's a good. Disappointment. What ifs? They've been mostly misses and they've been hits. I would agree oh, with yes. that. I'll agree with that. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Agree. So it's and not- there's definitely a tone to them that's um, I don't want to say boring, but there's a dull tone to them, yes. which doesn't excite you. And yeah. I think yes. the the issue with that is they're all they're, the animation style is the same for all of them. So it's like you're yeah. kind of going through the same rhythm watching it. So it's really up mm-hmm. to the story. The story has to be interesting, and if it's not, you're just kind of watching the same recycled animation yeah. not recycled i mean the animation is really the nice same, same everything yeah style of animation changes, yeah, yeah 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 no i i hear you i yeah, think I for like... this one i might have watched it late at night because i must have been falling asleep because i have my memories of it are sporadic um so it's i really don't to... have a solid opinion on them at all it's a good way I, to sell I, this I... uh what if series <laughs> what? well the it's a good falling falling asleep TV show or whatever. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, again, it's not my job to push Disney. It's their job to make good stories. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't see the uh, recent one. It just it didn't appeal to me. I saw the trailer for it and I was like, eh. I feel like uh, I I went to the thing that I never watched trailers for and even like the Star Wars things. Me I haven't either. watched a yeah. single trailer. Nope. I just go into it blind. Same with the. Don't watch one. a trailer for the individual Star Wars episodes. They're no, right. I won't. I if you watch a trailer for the individual, if you watch a trailer, you pretty you much will watch, watch the. Whole, the yeah. yeah, you oh, watch okay. the damn episode. Yeah, I mean, these episodes saying, are yeah. so I don't so watch short. trailers for anything. Well, yeah, I, I saw the one that had like everything within like one minute. Oh yeah, the announcement trailer. That's fine. Yeah, but yeah, no, I Star Wars Visions is the standard of what what if should be or can be. Yeah, but the, the thing is, I think the difference between Visions and well, What If is the fact that the studios had each had their own creative license for each one. Um, the What If, I mean, granted, the What Ifs are from different uh, comic book writers and so forth throughout the time, throughout time. Um, but it's just one of those situations where I feel like when you have a we have like Marvel being a single entity as opposed to all these different studios actually working on like Star Wars and they can have their own creative spin to it. It's not like, you know, you're talking to somebody on the fifth floor versus the sixth floor or something like that. And I'm not saying that's how Marvel is or how a lot of these writers have been, but, you know, it, it just, it, there may be something to the fact of these individual studios are literally like apples and oranges from one another. And mm-hmm. the what and what they stories that they may write 
normally for their animes and mangas may be completely different from each other and they might have they might share the same medium as far as like anime animation versus like manga whatever but what they write about is totally different it's like talking about you know studio ghibli you know versus uh uh akira toriyama i don't know i don't know what his studio is called toriyama uh, studios or whatever uh it's like totally two different things and you wouldn't expect the same story i i wouldn't want a a, a ghibli story with toriyama animation you know it's it's just totally totally different so i think that's the big thing about with what if they are just there's just too too much cut like you guys were saying they're same animation style and they just cut from the same cloth it seems like yeah because it still falls under the control like you said uh creative control of um marvel right. yeah so i'm they trying get to, to see if how um, they want things and they uh, can't have a new fresh perspective like uh what visions did yeah, yeah and also yeah. i don't think they're the it's not being written by comic book writers it's being written by like two or three people like oh, but, well, the what yeah. if. oh that's it yeah what if that's so, the what if series Wow, so it probably like they have writers to do what they did with visions then just because it's what if it doesn't have to be canon it doesn't have to belong to anything they can just yeah. you know send it to different studios and see what they can come up with right so i mean well i think I, marvel's a little the disney's a little more protective of of the marvel brand at the moment and uh absolutely i think the star wars brand you know i think they're they're kind of seeing that they have to be a little more loose with it in order to because yeah. i think they've exhausted most options like i think they've done everything that they can do to make money out of star yeah. wars well i think star now wars they have more attention no, I, on marvel well, I, I, all I, meant is marvel I think star least... wars has too much attention I, I too much negative right now i would say but... too much attention period i think star Wars is just oversaturated i disagree and, with that I think I think I think it's actually the opposite. I think they, they don't have enough tension as opposed to Marvel. Marvel, you, you, have to you play think safe. that Star Wars is not oversaturated in our culture right now? I think that's the reason why they're in the position yeah. they are. Star Wars, I, I mean, we, just over, we overloaded on Star Wars. It is. Marvel too, but I'm just saying Star Wars is was such a precious commodity that they had in the beginning, and we just like nostalgied it to death. And yes. the sequel series is like nostalgia overlord uh, no, overload what cripples uh star wars nostalgia yeah because nostalgia no matter what does. no matter what uh star wars you see no matter what it is you have to have a lightsaber you have to have a droid you have so there's like certain things that they just can't get away from like there's no way to be more creative than they can be yeah um, even in star wars visions i was actually watching every episode Going, going from episode to episode, going, is this going to revolve around a Jedi? Is this going to revolve around? And yeah, like I think ninety percent of them do. Yeah, no, I say hundred percent of them do. Correct, Grimcast? Yeah, hundred percent of them. Every, I let me think. Every, every episode, episode has, has to deal a, with either like some Jedi, Jedi component. Yes, yeah, Jedi. Which, which let's Sith. not beat around the bush. The the coolest thing about Star Wars are the Jedi's. That's, that's no, it absolutely. Is the but that's what they like have to do. Like they is, have to stick to those things. So otherwise, people are like, well, no, this isn't Star Wars. Well, you need you need complaint. somebody to come in with a creative, like, like you need somebody to do something different. Is what Star Wars sorely needs because it's hmm. the same. It's we've we've been. Yeah, it's just the same repackage. It's basically yeah. Taco Bell. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically you know, it's basically of, like uh, the new different combinations. Seen, yes, but yes. the thing is, I think you guys are being. I think you guys are being a little 
harsh. Uh, maybe it's to a point of being ridiculous. It, you're Go saying ahead. like you're saying like with Star Wars that yeah. like with Star Star Wars being it's like oh there's there's always lightsabers, there's always Jedi's. Imagine and Ed will be able to. You know, I'm trying to bring Ed into the conversation. So I'm trying to package it to where he will be able to uh, really add something of value to it. And don't uh, bother. Yeah, no, 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 Wait, no it, it, it will understand. Never mind, never mind. Don't worry about it. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Don't worry. Ed, <laughs> Star Wars is a beloved franchise, right? Yeah. Is, oh, uh, you can't have Star Wars without having Jedi's and Sith for the most part, right? Correct. It wouldn't be Star Wars. It wouldn't be Star Wars. I disagree. Now, no, no, yeah, no. Okay, well, hey, I'm talking to Ed. Uh, Shut the hell up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, yeah. Green Tuner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the <redirect>. Shut the <laughs> fuck up up there. Yeah. <laughs> you piece of shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, so, think of Dragon Ball Z. It's something that you're very familiar with. Yep. Could you have a Dragon Ball Z without... Fireball, uh, uh, Chi Blast, uh, K Blast, Kai Blast, whatever. Uh, big fans here, big fans. You couldn't have it. Uh, because you have Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Z, let's say Super or whatever, without Super Saiyans of some type of transformations. No, couldn't. Is there, uh, can you have Dragon Ball Z without Goku and Vegeta having someone to fight to save the world or save the planet? Yeah, can't do it. You can't do it. So the thing is, is that. You have these franchises, these series that are literally built on certain premises. Star Wars, what having Jedi, Sith, lightsabers, blasters, uh, and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. You have Dragon Ball Z, it has Goku, Vegeta, Super Saiyans, uh, Chi Blast, Ki Blast, whatever. You, you have these certain things. Zelda, Legend Zelda, I'm looking at as background. You can't have no. really a Zelda a really mainstream Zelda game without having Link and Zelda. That's just how it is. So the, the fact that like the fans are saying, well, you know, Star Wars is oversaturated because we're having too many Jedi versus Sith. That's, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. That's literally what the franchise is built off. <clears throat> I think the main major problem is like what you guys say is oversaturated. I think it's undersaturated. Yeah. Undersaturated in the sense that you have... Quality. Qual and quality that exactly like where you have Marvel, mm-hmm. where if you had to, if I was Disney and I had to look between Marvel and Star Wars, I'm putting my money on Marvel. I'm gonna be more protective of that franchise because I know right now that's my cash cow. That's yeah. gonna bring in a lot more money than what Star Wars will because Star Wars you can't. Ha- well, they, they tried it. They, had they the fucked Rogue- it up. Yeah, they had the Rogue mm. One story. They had the mm. various episodes. They had now the Mandalorian and, yeah. and so forth. Well, can mm-hmm. we just jump ahead to Some the Mario Brothers casting? casting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this major piece of news. Okay. Um, and does anyone have the cast list I do. for Mario's? Yes. All right. So we, there was a Nintendo Direct, correct, at Underground? Yes. Love it. And the man, the myth, the legend, the Stanley of video games, the one we love, Miyamoto, came on stage. I leapt up in my seat because i haven't seen miyamoto in so long yes as like miyamoto in person in the direct comes out to talk about the mario brothers movie and i was i was aware that this movie was coming out being supervised by disney or not disney sorry no 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 not disney Uh, being supervised by 
no Nintendo. Being super, mm-hmm. by Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, being done by Illumination, um, the creators of uh, Minions. Uh, yeah, but but being supervised like over the shoulder by Nintendo and Miyamoto himself. So himself. what 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 better like scenario could you want? You know, what I mean, aside yeah, from really. Pixar doing this, right? Yeah, yeah. So Miyamoto comes out and he says there's big news and we're all excited. And he says that there's movies coming out in 2022. And here's the cast. So, I mean, Creamcast, you got that cast pulled up? I have it pulled up right now. All right. Go ahead and read through some of these amazing <laughs> cast members. Okay. Let me start off. Let's start with the big man on top. We're going to mm-hmm. say Mario is Chris Pratt. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Star-Lord fame. Mm-hmm. of uh what other movies uh what's that that edge of tomorrow what's that new movie tomorrow war oh uh, yeah, yeah. Amazon yeah. chris yeah. pratt star lord parks and yeah. star lord parks and rec the office a little mm-hmm. bit too no he was in the office wasn't he wasn't no no he was rank he was not he was in parks and rec it was the office so all right you're talking about um not as a like a main member but like for a few episodes okay actually let's take a commercial break let's see chris pratt he oh, was not true. in the office. No, I know he's. I know he wasn't. But I'm just looking like. Am I? Are you thinking yeah, of Sam's boyfriend in the office that was there? For no, I could have sworn he was. Like, oh yeah, he kind of. He's talking about um Chris uh <clears throat> Emily Emily Lund, uh Emily London's husband um what's, a, what's her name? You're talking about uh, Jim from the office. Jim, yeah. Jim. Jim. Uh, Krasinski. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. How can you mistake those two with Chris Pratt? I'm not. That's Ed. No, no, no. I'm talking to Ed, not you. Oh, I thought he was in a few episodes of The Office. office. John, Cr- yeah, John. He well, was not in The Office no. at all. You're thinking of John Krasinski. John Krasinski was in almost every episode of The Office, if yes. not every episode. But <laughs> exactly. him. All right. Well, Ed, Ed Underground's deep into thought here and investigation. We'll let him. So try will to, do you Chris Brand will do the Italian voice. Okay. Well, I'm Mario. getting to that, but let's read the whole cast here. Okay. Okay. So Charlie Day as Luigi. Cash um me. he is uh a, was it uh sunny in philadelphia yeah um, like charlie also Day. In, um pacific rim mm-hmm. and yeah. so forth we have mm-hmm. anna taylor joy as princess peach sure she's queen's yeah. gambit uh she was also the witch, in which Vit- messed oh, me up was, for a whole week that was a great it. movie mm-hmm. yeah. uh do you like the taste of butter holy crap i, uh, that, I really couldn't ending. sleep a week after i watched yeah, that, that was a great movie um, <laughs> it was amazing we have jack black as bowser Jack mm-hmm. Black, you know, uh, yep. School of Rock, mm-hmm. uh, and pretty much whether stuff he's done recently. Um, I mean, I think Rector every generation Ralph, knows my who Jack Black is. Yeah, everybody knows yeah. who Jack Black is. Was he Wreck-It Ralph? I think he was. Uh, was he? No, he's so. not Ralph. He's not. He's not. No. Uh, he's not in Wreck-It Ralph. No, Wreck-It um, Ralph is the oh, no, John C. Riley. I'm thinking of uh, yeah, what's Riley. John C. Riley. No, he's in Wreck-It Ralph. Let's see. Is he? But, but he's, he's not, not the main Rick, character. He's not Ralph. No, no he's not Ralph. Character. oh no, no, no. That's, John C. Riley is is uh the, not record. Yeah, record Ralph is John C. Riley and fix Ralph. it. What whatever his name is is uh that kid from the Thirty Rock. Yeah, I, 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 yeah I'm Thirty Rock. Anyways, okay, so uh. Jack Black from Jumanji fame. Jumanji, sure. <laughs> so that's the worst one. Uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. As we, we all imagine. Yeah. Uh, we have Keegan-Michael Key as yep. Toad. Toad, which I, I can it. see. I can I see him do it. it. Uh, Fred Armisen as... Armisen. Uh, Armisen. 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 Yeah, I want to say yeah. Armisen. <laughs> so, as Cranky Kong. Mm-hmm. Kevin mm-hmm. Michael Richardson as... Was it Kamek? Kamek, is that, that correct? I, 
yeah, I have to look Kamek. up who that is. I'm not sure who Kamek is. I think that's the little, the super, little, little wizard guy. Little wizard guy with the oh, line. the wizard. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, Kamek. The wizard. Yeah. And then Seb- yeah. Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco. Yep, yep. Na- nailed it. As Spike. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't that's say his Spike. name either. So I'm yeah. with you there, King. So I mean, let's start off with Chris Pratt. A typical yep. Italian voice. Or yeah. Not? Okay. So yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about Mario and Luigi here. What this is not what I wanted out of this movie when they announced yeah, this and they said that Miyamoto's involved and Disney and fucking Disney, Jesus Christ, Nintendo's involved mm. and they're going to be watching over this and they don't want a repeat of the previous Mario Brothers movie yeah. happening. They want to make sure it's true to the, you know, the source material. Good animation studio involved being watched over by the creator himself. I assumed that we were going to get a nintendo mario brothers movie where the characters don't necessarily speak because they don't need them to speak it's just like it's going to lean into the animation kind of like the cutscenes from the game well that's that's kind of difficult to do because in a movie you need a character to speak like that's with yeah. uh, with zelda like i i would love it if link did not speak in a zelda movie but you're gonna have have no have but you have other characters point. speak who, who would speak for Mario like, though? I mean, look at look you at don't Pokemon. Need, you don't need Mario. Look to at speak. Detective Pikachu, right? You, can, you again, you you that doesn't work. I mean, that that's a different example because that worked. Would, well, I mean, it worked, but Detective Pikachu is not the like ideal Pokemon movie. It I don't think anyone say that. It's not. It wasn't. It wasn't. Because you always you always have the trainer. The trainer is yeah. the one who speaks. Even in the cartoon, yeah. we watched a whole cartoon. Where the Pokemon don't need to speak. You could, I mean, po- Pikachu like cries and little children are crying mm-hmm. watching Pikachu die or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. He emotes. So there's like the story is being told through emotion. Uh, emotion. With mm-hmm. with um, the Mario Brothers movie, I genuinely was under the assumption that um, I don't know they would figure a way out that they didn't. I, I can to see have why they're they're doing voices they to in order to have people be entertained because if you just have them running around saying nothing people are gonna be like what the hell's going on yeah, yeah. well i mean that's where you have to bring in stunt, <laughs> well, another it's also in. stunt casting they're grabbing all these big names so that they mm. get more people to go because yeah, otherwise so yeah, like, it makes no sense having chris Pratt as mario so will chris Pratt be doing an italian impression like a parody i, I did see a, tw- a twitter twitter video on his twitter page uh talking about twitter um, that he was going to do a, voice. a Twitter video a Twitter. on the Twitter page. So he's so, going to do wait, wait, a. Hey, hey, you, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hey, what you What you say? You saw a, tw- a Twitter video about what? Um, of Chris Pat- Chris Pratt. <laughs> Um, him speaking Jesus that he's going to do a voice. My boy can't speak to this. I, I know. This is like words. words well, I'm, I'm waking up from the, the star, amazing Star Trek and what, talk. So, so. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. so you saw, so there's a video of Star, there's a video of Chris Pratt doing yeah, he Chris Pratt no, he, he, he might not, not be doing it, but I guess somebody asked a question and voice. he said that he's going to do he's an, not, an accent. He's not correct? doing the voice in the video. He's talking yeah. about that he is going to do a voice in the video. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not and just also the talking. original Mario um, voice actor is going to be in there in some yeah. way. Charles Montanay. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be some, maybe some, maybe cameo or something like that. Some kind of cameo. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, I think 
I think it's I think it's impossible to think that they're going to have a star not Star Wars, geez, Star Trek. Um, they're going to have a Everyone Super Mario movie. The place. Yeah, there's not going to be a su- Super Mario movie with them not talking. It, not talking. Yeah, they have. This, 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 this is weird, man. Like, yeah. so I was I was I was just thinking about. I, I agree with what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. I was just thinking, how do you retain the quality of like the Mario world and make the story interesting? And other movies have approached this. Like, I mean, I'm sure somebody was sitting down and saying, well, I mean, how do I make a Lego movie? And like they made a Lego movie and they were able to like the real world to Lego transition that happens. Mm-hmm. I think that's like I didn't expect that. And it was perfect and it feels perfect. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what I was hoping for this to be. It's that's something a bit like different, though. Yeah, because... but it's still it's still a it's still a Mario movie. You could still like whether or not it's people being sucked into a game or not or you know if this movie is just going to be mario and mario world that might be a little boring you know what i mean you have to have them talk and yeah, it's it different. depends on how they approach it i think sure yeah. i mean I, I, yeah i haven't seen the movie i'm not gonna you know judge it i'm just saying that my impression of it going forward was that he, this character's never speak beyond one or two catchphrases so if we're gonna get him to speak mario yeah, it's it's I mean, how do you do that? How do you get that to be interesting or and still not be like totally like a big bomb? Well, throughout the years, you've heard Mario speak, but not like a full blown like conversation. He's yeah, like, like serious, he's like speaking six, other mediums, though. Six catchphrases, old school cartoon. That's true. So it's like it's not yeah, it's not that it hasn't been done before. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, I guess so the bar is not as high as I thought it was, I guess, mm. is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, outside of them just doing accents uh, or like impressions of some of these characters, I think. Uh, do you think it's going to be anything more than just that? A Mario Brothers, like Mario mm. saving Peach? It's I think gonna it's going to be more than that. It's going to be what guys. you expect. It's going to be safe. Yeah, it's gonna be what Nintendo wants it to be. Yeah, and it's gonna be obviously to their market, which is children. They're gonna. So you don't think they're gonna go down the Lego Movie route where there was unexpected, the way the the, like the movie was bookended unexpectedly and very creatively. No, but at least Lego was still able to reach the audience with the kids and everything. I don't know. Yeah, and, cross, and also we're, we're making it seem like Nintendo knows what they're doing with movies. We don't know. Yeah, they don't. They really don't. We don't know how they can handle movies. So even if it's Nintendo looking over their shoulders, they're not a movie company. So that doesn't really mean much, except that they're going to stay true to the video game, the uh, lore of, you know, Mario. Yeah, if anything, they might fuck it up even more. Well, I think Nintendo's only overseeing it just, you know, so it could be Nintendo. I've never seen, what is it called? The What are those yellow creatures called in the movies that Illumination makes? Minions? minions minions yeah i've never seen those movies but it appears to be popular i just hope it's those are good movies i mean they well, made what three movies already for us they're not they're really yeah, not intended for adults audience. they're yeah, very low a, low bar humor yeah and <laughs> I it's think for children that's and, and single mothers that's pretty much <laughs> well single mothers i'm pretty sure mean, yeah <laughs> they have kids so yeah I mean, they're watching it. they have no one else to babysit their kids so yeah. they're gonna yeah. watch it um yeah. But I have not. I can't picture any. It's of a franchise these. that has a fart gun. I that's where we'll leave it at. That oh. there's a gun that makes just, fart sound effects. But I, was I can't basing picture on the amount of uh, little 
images that they post of a minion saying something smart ass. Uh, yeah, uh, like I, on I Facebook or whatever. And usually mm. it's a single mother that's always posting. <laughs> yeah, but I I can't picture any of these actors um as these characters. I'm not even Jack Black, and I do like Jack Black, but as Bowser, I don't know. I've always seen Bowser like as yeah. a more like a deeper voice, yes, type yeah. character. And every time I picture Jack Bowser Black, doesn't yeah, speak. Exactly. We've never heard him speak. Not no, no. but you're like, right. Bro. It just we're a giant, yeah. you know, dragon creature. You don't expect it to be Jack Black. Yeah. yeah, so I always like see Jack Black as like a an adult. I wonder kid, if he's right? gonna do his Jack Blackness too, which is gonna kill it, where he starts like riffing and doing this. Oh yeah, I hope, yeah. I hope Tenacious D is all over that. Tenacious yeah, D. Uh, yeah. It, only person I can honestly see in this whole in this whole thing, to be honest, if I had to, it would be either. I, no, Anna Taylor Joy is the only person that I can Peach, see. Yeah, that's she looks like yeah. uh, Princess Peach. Yeah, she has. Well, the voice she's gonna. Her. She's gonna have to do no accent at all. She's just gonna have. Yeah. She's just just talking a regal manner, and that's it. That's yeah. your. Well, page. I mean, I think. Yeah. I mean, Anna Taylor Joy. I, I mean, she's a phenomenal actor. Um, yes. Yeah, she's good. So actor. I, I, I'm not worried about her whatsoever. Um, the but in that sense, cast, I think they could have gotten anybody for Peach. Yeah, they could have gotten anybody. Sure, they could have gotten anybody for Peach. I think to look at as a live action Princess Peach. Yeah, but we're not doing a live action. I know, I know we're not, but when I see her, I'm not yeah. saying that. Like when when, yeah, when I see her, I think a live action Princess Peach. Well, because she's just right. white and blonde? Pretty much. Well, That's it. She has an extremely long neck. I, I She has like a princessy feel, too, if that makes sure. sense. That know. makes sense. No, yeah. no, no mm-hmm. I, I get that. Like, okay. She she definitely fits her. She could definitely fit that role. Um, and sure, could they have gotten anybody? Maybe. I mean, they couldn't throw a uh, Margaret Robbie into that role, right? They they but, they couldn't. No, they, they could. could have. Why not? You want her talking like this, like if you, if you any Wolf of Wall Street. She's an uh, actor. She can probably act. She's yeah, talking any. Her, she's yeah. from Australia. Harley know, Quinn's not from Australia. But you you. Margot Robbie, listen uh-huh. to her voice. Uh-huh. Have you? Could you think of her as a Princess Peach? Just close your eyes. Let's go into imagination. I'm sure she yes. can act in in that manner. Yes. I'm sure she could, but the thing is, would she necessarily be the best Peach? I think. Honestly, I think if they threw Margot Robbie up there, everyone would have been going like, "Oh, okay, yeah, Margot Robbie. Yeah, she sure. fits in that with this cast perfectly fine." Yeah. Uh, no I mean, one would have okay, bat an eye. Well, yeah. When you look at the, when you compare it to the rest of the cast, honestly, yeah. because I mean, it's a hodgepodge <laughs> of people. Maybe I Margot Robbie's about, a bad example for what you're talking about, like I mean, Aquafina or something. Aquafina, maybe, sure. yeah, maybe. Aquafina or would, I've been like, oh yeah, okay. Maybe not. Wanda Sykes. Sure. Wanda Sykes. No. Sure. Come on, why <laughs> not bring her back? Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. But the thing is, it's like I'm mean, her nasally if voice. You, if you look at Luigi, right? Luigi, I would have never. And someone said. Hey, Creamcast, close your eyes. You're 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 in Super Mario World right now. It's World Two Two. Mario just died. Now you there's Luigi. You have to voice him. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, hmm. I'm not gonna say Chris Day. Yes, that's the man that I want for Luigi. Charlie Day. Charlie Day. Charlie Day. See, exactly. I don't want Chris Day's the brother, I think. Chris Day. Yeah, but I mean, it's no more ridiculous than fucking Idris Elba's Knuckles. So, I mean, I don't know what I'm like. I'm not getting yeah, at anything. Uh, that I can see, though. 
No, I can I, no, you that. can't. No, like that fucking doesn't make it. That doesn't make as any sense at all either. But, but I whatever. Kind of see that. Who cares? No, 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 no. The difference is cross shut off. The yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it is Knuckles has never fucking. Sp- he does. Well, he has spoken. Yeah, he has. hasn't he spoken? He has spoken. Well, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of like yeah. the old Sega. He has like a deep Sega. voice for some reason, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's, but yeah, exactly. I mean, never mind. So that my point. Was, I was like, we never even speak before. <laughs> shut, so, shut, shut the fuck. Up. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Preemptively, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah, but never mind. Actually, I'm gonna shut the fuck up now. Um, I don't know. It's just. It's just. I think. Honestly, Ooh, you know the, the way. Why, I think the reason why the whole thing feels weird is because. We've never actually heard them speak. Speak. Um, I like think in your mind, you have a like. Yeah, we know. We know that. I think Italian. We know the, the, the thing is, we, we grew up with these people. Mario. Like there, it, some things don't Luigi mesh together. <laughs> Who? Wait, what? Yeah, Luigi. Luigi, Luigi the chef Simpsons. from the Simpsons. The chef from the Simpsons. Like yeah. the super thick Italian accent. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this well, is the pizza. you. Yeah, yeah, but like, but you, I don't see Chris Pratt talking about you know. Like, oh, he's gonna have to do it. It's he's gonna, gonna have be to do it. I think it's Star Lord. I cannot wait for the Italian American groups to be outraged. They're, they're going to lose their fucking minds. So what wait, the, can, what wait, the hell wait, is they? What what are they doing? This is why I said don't make them talk. Just stick to this. Like I mean, this is a powder keg. Wait, so yeah. you can't wait for the Italian groups to get mad at a Italian American uh, group. Yeah. An Italian American groups to get go. mad at a um, Italian American stereotype. Yeah. Yep. Of a Japanese made character. Yes. Yeah, the, well, the voice. The voice. The voice. 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 People yeah. get talking about the voice. Oh, you say it's a Japanese made character that is based off an Italian so forth. So yeah, why wouldn't they be able to get mad about that? I mean, the, it's like the, it's like me as a black man. If I make a oh if I make uh Let's say hypothetically Australian Australian character as a black man, be but be voiced by a uh, German person who doesn't speak anything like it. Does sound like anything? Very like confused Australian. right now. But no, what I'm saying is mostly <laughs> <laughs> you went down the hole too much. <laughs> but it, well, it's, like, it's talking about like why? Like, never mind. Fuck, fuck you guys. <laughs> Turn it around, Mr. Popo. Uh, can we all agree? Can we all agree though? When we're all playing Donkey Kong Country, we all have Seth Rogen's voice in our head. Yes, uh, let's go, yeah, let's get that banana. Yeah. <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> yeah, we all we all knew that was the voice. I just think of Pineapple Express. No, no, I can't think of that. I, none of these, none of these people, except for Anna Taylor Joy, do I I can actually see in this role. Yeah. Keegan I'm Michael sorry. Keegan Michael Key as Toad makes sense to me. I can yeah, see him with sense, a high voice, he has like a high pitch. He does voice, when yeah. in yeah when he does a high voice, he could be yeah. Toad. But it's Toad. Though. Toad doesn't. It's, it's so weird. Toad, Toad is, but Toad is the exposition character. He's the yeah. one that I've always envisioned as the one like providing exposition well, he does to every, what's going on. Yeah, all the recent games he has been. He's been the one. I always tell you, like Mario, this I just saw Peach go through this way. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's, and he's the one who teaches the, the the moves. Yeah, and, yeah. and he mean, teaches the players usually what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just I just I just feel weird about this. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see how it goes. Hey, we have nothing to lose in this situation. We've, we've already went we through. Yeah, we really don't. We already went through one Super Mario Brother movie that was absolute batshit crazy when you can actually compare it to the, to the actual. Which I think fondly of. Because you're fucking, you're, you're a mad lad. Mad lad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think fondly of it whatsoever. I mean, it existed. It was there. It And it, you know, it happened. 
you should just embrace it is my feeling on it. All, all I got to say is. I don't know if you should embrace it. All I got to say is Igris Alba's Knuckles. Sega knows what they're doing. Movies. That's all. Sega yeah, knows what they're the doing. One, they do know what they're doing. They do. The first movie was good. Let me just say that the, the original vision that Sega had, we never got to see. So they I don't know if Sega fans. knows what they're doing. Um, they do. They listen to the fans hey. and it paid off pretty well. I'm just out. saying. I'm just out. saying. Sega had a vision and they, we never got to see Sega's true vision of that movie. Hmm. I still Not want my a Sonic. bad version of Not Sonic. Sonic. Wow. The movies okay. with the pod belly. Yeah. Oh, this one? Yeah, yeah, he wants that Sonic. He said, yeah. "Not my Sonic." I, I like that Sonic. Sonic. I like that Sonic. Yeah. He didn't talk though. So. Yeah. Okay, so outside of this uh, mm-hmm. um, movie movie announcement, mm. uh, the the big thing for me, and we had just talked about this the other day, was Bayonetta three oh, yeah. finally being it. released. Mm. Um, <laughs> a real trailer being released. Ten thousand years later, finally. Three years, but four years, but sure. Uh, but no, it's been a very long time. The mm-hmm. one thing that I'm I'm happy, I'm absolutely ecstatic that it has come about. It is finally here. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried about it. I see the worry. I'm okay with being worried only because without... Um, where where without Nintendo okay. there would yeah. not be a Bayonetta two, sure. without Nintendo there would not be a Bayonetta three, right? I but the thing is what looking at the trailer mm-hmm. and this is of course the evolution of anything things change mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta is very it is known to be very risque. It's known for mm-hmm. clan, uh, scantily clad Bayonetta and other women, mm-hmm. and but it's very action packed. It's not like we see nudity, but we know it's yeah, there. It's a like it's, yeah. yeah. And but with Bayonetta, she stayed clothed the entire time. Um, new gameplay mechanics. I don't really feel any type of way about it. I just don't want Bayonetta. I'll, how the best way to say it? I don't want it to be watered down. Watered down or go to G-rated just to be on the safe side. I like how it was before. And what what was Bayonetta rated? I'm looking that up. Was it rated M? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was rated M. I, it might have been. Yeah, I'm looking at them, on, or you can. What oh, is it? Yeah. Well, let's look up the ratings for Bayonetta 1 and 2. So, what do you mean? Ratings are like. Yeah, uh, the ESRB rating. ESRB it yeah. is. So, Bayonetta 1 was. T for teen? Adults. So, 18, 18. Uh, years old, so I don't know. No, that's not the ESRB. No, yeah, I'm looking at this. this is like some weird, like it's either 18, like it's Peggy 18. So it's Peggy, that's, 18. Peggy 18. Peggy 18. Peggy 18 yeah. is, but that's not ESRB. That's close enough. Yeah, that is. Yeah, but it enough. translates. It's either teen okay, or uh, mature uh, or okay. AO. Bayonetta to ESRB. Yes, there. I'm looking up Bayonetta ERSB ratings. It says it was M M17 plus. So it was right M17. Yeah. What was M17. two? This oh that was Bayonetta two I'm sorry Bayonetta one Bayonetta uh, two was M seventeen yeah you're right yeah, Bayonetta one was M seventeen okay so they so the transition to Disney you didn't or fuck man Nintendo <laughs> See, we're all getting screwed up man the hell's going on here um, the transition the transition to Nintendo they didn't lose anything and I know there's no ESRB for three yet but right um, two was exclusive to 
Switch. Nintendo, correct? Yeah, yeah exclusive right. Switch. Now, um, I now can you tell me this? Since sure. you're the Bayonetta super fan. Oh yeah, I love <laughs> Animal. Was was Bayonetta two built for the Switch or was it acquired mid production? That's I the question. Was, initially, I think it was required. It was acquired for the Switch and the Wii. Wii I think Wii. so. Yeah, so it was sourced time, so. for the Wii. So they yes. they acquired a mature rated game. Yes. So why? So I mean, they would probably three would also be mature. Yes, well, maybe for that, maybe for the action, but not for so oh, like, the sexual know, content, sexual, content. yeah, the sexual, okay, okay, okay. okay. So, I never played two, I played one. In mm-hmm. two, is there a noticeable lack of TNA? Uh, no, no, it was, it was about the same, yeah, about the same, about the same, yeah. So, I mean, then, I mean, I would say that your odds of three being the same are I mean, well, what, what, three I just saw under right Nintendo now. completely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they. The, the trailer sucks. I'm gonna say the, the physique of the character. Well, no, so. say that again. Ed. Three is under Nintendo completely. I think when uh, two was on Nintendo, mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. um, originally for Nintendo. Okay, no, that's what I was made. asking. Well, was well, it not made for Nintendo, or was it like mid production? It was made for Nintendo, but Nintendo funded Platinum Games. So initially, I believe when Bayonetta two was announced, it was going to go to all consoles, yeah. but they couldn't get funding for it. Platinum games could not. Okay. Get funding for it. Okay. So, so that Nintendo, might be a difference right there. So Nintendo took it over and said, we will fund it, fund it the rest of the game. And then they made a switch and we exclusive, we exclusive. Now this Bayonetta three, I think is a hundred percent. Well, it's definitely still funded by Nintendo, but I, it may be based off the fact that, Nintendo is saying, hey, this is going to be our game once again. We're, we're going to fund this from the beginning. This is our game. And the, re- and the only thing that really worries me about Bayonetta is, do I need sexual content for my game? No. Yes. Personally, no. I, don't. I, don't, I don't. I don't need it for myself. Okay. Uh, I love one-handed mode, but I don't need mm. The thing is, is that I, the spirit of Bayonetta can change over time? Absolutely. Can games change and become more mature over time? Sure. I just hope that the, the spirit of Bayonetta stays the same. If it's gonna, if they're gonna have her clothed the entire time, because the whole thing about Bayonetta was making her, she was sexy without being sexy. She was, a, mm-hmm. she, she was empowered by her sexiness, but it wasn't like her main strength. Like her, like it was her strength, but it wasn't like, it was there almost like the fan service. It was just fan service, really, at the end of the day. And that's what made Bayonetta just Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Um, it was her personality too, the way she walked, the way she talked. Talked, yeah. Yeah, yeah like all about she owned sexiness. It. Yeah, yeah, she exactly. owned it. And the one thing that I like, one of the comments that I, and the reason why, I, you know, I hate like when Ed Underground does this, but I'm doing this right now of looking at the comments. The only reason why I'm saying this is because as a man, I might say, oh, yeah, I like the sexuality on it because, oh, it looks great, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, there's no big deal. There's no problem with it. So, but I was looking at comments from women, and the women were like, you know, I don't want to live, I don't want to have a game where being scantily, like being sexy needs to be censored. Like there are women who can be conservative, dressed and be empowered and strong. Like, you know, you think of like The Last of Us, right? Last mm-hmm. of Us is, Last of Us 2 is not about, ooh, sexy women whose hair turns into body armor and so forth and they're naked half the time. It's, you know, women doing women things straight women gay women whatever it's just women being women in the natural world and you could have your main characters be women and be all women woman power and so forth great but there can also be women who are just being you know 
sexy and they mm. want to be sexy and just be just as empowered as a woman it's just mm-hmm. like a a, a a man you know and, th- and i feel like this is like that weird kind of setup where you know people get upset about women being sex being sexy in the video game and they get outraged but like we see like men represented in movies and everything else in different mediums is always you know the buff strong guys and so yeah, forth exactly super yeah, swole and so forth and, swole, and, swole, yeah. and then uh Nobody. No one. No one yeah, nobody. Yeah. Nobody's. And it's just like there. There. There needs to be a great balance. There's, it's okay to have a great balance. A woman mm-hmm. can be can be scantily dressed, and women feel the same way. They feel empowered by that. As same thing as a woman being conservative, and the same thing for men. There could be men who have eight packs and so forth. And I'm sitting here as a fat fuck. Like, damn, I wish I could be like that, but I'm not outraged by it. And if there was yeah, a, exactly. a, a there was a video game series made with. Like, like Mary Gersala, right? Like these guys are always jacked and in shape and so mm. forth, cutting robots in half and all this other stuff. I'm not sitting there and be like, damn, you know what? They didn't really yeah, need but they, Metal they, Gear Solid is not a good example. Wait, uh, for, <laughs> Metal uh, Gear Solid is uh, not uh, a good example uh, pause for real that. Quick, uh, read the comics, by the nah, way. I, I, yeah, yeah, I read it. Okay. I read it. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to say something really quick, though. The new Saints Row. You notice how, like, um, the women in, in the Saints Row game, they're pretty much covered but and people have like said stuff about it but no one said anything about the guy with the sh- with his uh, shirt off not one person said anything about it guy with his shirt off yeah there's a guy in uh the new saints Row. can game. you like can you like have them run around in their underwear i, I seem to yeah, remember saints, saints row you could do whatever the hell saints you want pretty yeah, it's it's a guy with his shirt off oh, yeah such a fun, so yeah. this new saints row game that's coming out people are uh, not looking forward to it because the, tra- the trailer looks like a very um very woke watered down uh, oh saints row yeah they hmm. went from uh pretty much you can do almost anything in saints row mm-hmm. till now like uh, very woke Stop. Well, I mean, the 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 we're the Saints Row game is coming out in a completely different political climate, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. is a very it's a different game. I don't know if you can push the same boundary anymore. That you used well, to. it's kind of the yeah. same thing about uh, Bayonetta three. Like Bayonetta three, that that formula of her, you know, empowering or being part of her uh, sexy personality, mm-hmm. that's Bayonetta. If you take that out of Bayonetta, I don't know if it'll be the same game. It's like taking something that's... Oh, uh, does that affect the so, gameplay? Like, I mean, it gameplay? would affect the character, but I don't think there's a part where there's, like, there's a button to slutter up or anything for any I reason. I think there will be a personality change because <laughs> there are certain things that you can't say cast? in Bayonetta 3. Wow. No, <laughs> like, I'm getting real. But, okay, so there's no... It's not part Is of there a button? <laughs> no, but it's... No, but, like, no, there's no button to... Well, there is technically to... All right, I'll cancel my download. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's downloading it right now. Yeah, he's downloading. <laughs> he's acting like he's outraged. Like, yeah. <laughs> um. No, like it's kind of like when you think about it. How I kind of look at it is like with looking at Dante. Like if you're going to compare a game to a game, right? Oh yeah. That uh, is very close to Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. If you had Devil May Cry, where instead of this guy being a super in shape, you know, um, demon hunter. Who has you know a nice body? You have he, uh, fat- a man who I might know who owns many jackets but no shirts. Yeah, no shirts. You know, especially <laughs> if you're talking about Devil May Cry Three. You know, yeah. Um, 
you know, this guy, or you, and then you come with him with a guy with, you know, big, he has, you know, bitch tits, he's super fat, you know, out of breath when he walks and so forth. People would be like, oh, this is, this is people, well, I think for most men wouldn't complain. We would just be like, whatever. That's just part of his character. But mm-hmm. literally the appeal of Devil May Cry is his personality, his, uh, his, I guess, male sex appeal and so forth. That hmm. is what makes him who he is. And hmm. same thing with ben, Bayonetta. Bayonetta's sex appeal makes her who she is. I don't think that, I understand that companies need to be safe. And I, I understand that as a corporation, you you want to be inclusive, not exclusive, and bring in as many people as you can. Mm-hmm. I just don't want Bayonetta, like we've had two games of Bayonetta, and I'm not saying I want Bayonetta stripping butt naked and just being naked and so forth, and like fem, f- women power. But um, this is a rated M game. This is not like, this is being yeah it's not a kid's game if this is a kid's game and it's also the aesthetic you want that bayonetta aesthetic you don't want you know i don't want you know bayonetta and have her g-rated i want her bayonetta m-rated it doesn't have to be gratuitous but at the same yeah but what are we talking about here she doesn't like there's no full-on sex scenes in this game it's just like no but playful tna right that's what we're talking about wink and an odd kind of stuff almost like cross the line you're like right there about to cross the line like Mm -hmm. she like she'll like she'll be changing outfits and she'll be like spread eagle and Mm -hmm. right before it like they her bought her armor which Mm -hmm. is her her which is made out of hair Mm -hmm. just before you get to see anything the Mm -hmm. camera will move Mm -hmm. um and that's the thing like it, it's playful so, TNA. It is, yeah. is, it, is it is necessary for her character. I just don't want her to become censored just for the fact of being trying to be woke or be safe. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Like let the character be the character. Now and, here's the yeah. question though. There's like when we when we play this game. Characters. What would what would you say, Green Tuner? Well, I'm saying there's there's room out there for mature characters. They should yeah. you know, some need to stay mature. Right. Here's here's what I'm saying. Like, if this game were to come out, would we notice? Is the question. That's the, oh, like. Uh, yeah. Here's yes. the thing. Right it's now, by itself. You know, right now. Well, I mean, th- this is the thing. Right now, we're in this like outrage culture. There's like this extreme outrage culture. People on the far right are outraged by censorship. People on the far left are outraged by the reverse. It's it's like every every like a trailer drops and a character is not in the right costume and there's this outrage culture. Like we're people are pre-designed to get pissed off over every little thing. So my question is if this game were to come out and there was not enough, I don't know if there's a scale of TNA you want in the game, but let's say you never noticed it. You know, you went through the whole game. Yeah. Game's fun. Gameplay mechanic, boss battles. And you never noticed that. Oh, I never saw her ass the whole game. Like with that, like, are we going to notice it now? Now that because we're talking about it, you know what I mean? And there's like, now the game hasn't even come out yet. It's only going to build. And now they're going to be in a spot where they have to show some sex appeal from her. And if they don't show it every two days, some YouTuber is going to make a video on uh, the they're destroying Bayonetta. Every little shred of information they release, they'll like, like milk it to death. I see it like this. If Bayonetta had none of that in there from the beginning and then all of a sudden in number three, it was in there. I would notice I wouldn't like it. But Let's let's take this for example. Um, Deadpool. We all know how Deadpool. It's um, how Deadpool is in the comic mm-hmm. books, in the movies. Mm-hmm. Now he's owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, if Disney goes in the direction of making Deadpool uh, watered down, 
uh, more kid friendly or whatever, I'm going to notice it. I'm not going to like it because we all know how Deadpool is. And it's kind of the same thing with, uh, with Bayonetta. If Bayonetta, Bayonetta all of a sudden went from um, having this sex appeal, empowerment, and stuff like that, going yeah. almost crossing the line, all of a sudden. Um, but I think that's with Deadpool, it's it is like he's an R-rated character and he's mm-hmm. acknowledges it's part of his shtick. Like he needs he does I well, I think is it with Bayonetta? We just looked at the when rating. Split a character in the transfer. We did we did look at the rating, but yeah, like what I'm saying, yeah, so, but what I'm so, saying is that right. line we were talking about is that it like if they were to as a creative decision to be like, all right. We, we don't need to do this one element because it's not relevant to the game or the gameplay. Would we notice it outside yes. of this conversation? Absolutely. Yes, you well, would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, bringing, I'm bringing what I'm saying into this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I this is even without you guys, even without this podcast, well, fuck you guys. I don't need you guys. I'm going to say, I'm going to think the exact same thing I'm going to think. Uh, like my mm-hmm. opinion is not going to change. Mm-hmm. When I watch the trailer, I mean, I'm gonna let, let, let me let me preface it with this. Mm-hmm. I will play Bayonetta no matter what. Mm-hmm. Well, she's because right now Bayonetta, what we seen from the trailer, she's more like a K-pop star, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with the dancing, the moves, and so forth, which mm-hmm. really mimic what Bayonetta was for one and two. The big change between one and two and now three is that she might have the exact same moves, but guess what? One, she's you know, when she does her transformations, she is losing clothes. The third one, she's staying fully clothed. Now she's doing like this whole, she's remotely controlling the stuff just, you know, on screen while she's fully clothed through her power. Like as said, like we, if they did not do that from Bayonetta one and two, I wouldn't trip on three. And the same thing, if they did reverse where she was clothed and one and two, and now she's butt ass naked and three, I'd be like, what the hell just happened? This is a little weird. It, it's literally, if you've built the character over now, I mean, Bayonetta came out, I mean, this is, now, I would say a dec- almost a decade, maybe yeah. a decade almost. And you now are changing the character because of X, Y, Z. Now you can change it how you want to. I'm just noticing that there's a dirt, there's a change. All I'm saying is that there is, just like what Green Tuna said, there's a space for mature characters. At, 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 right now, even now in this woke in this woke period, there mm-hmm. are still room for mature characters. And just like with Deadpool, uh, Ed brought up a great point. If Disney now taking over Deadpool, and we've seen this in the news, where Disney is, we don't know the future of Deadpool, where Disney is struggling, like it's making news that. Deadpool may be rated R for the next one. For the third Deadpool movie, it may be rated R. The reason why it's making news because so many people do care about that character, that his R-rated behaviors is what makes him him. So mm-hmm. because of that, it's making the news. Same thing with ben, Bayonetta. Her sexiness is what made her character. Her owning it, that's everything, like her jokes, everything came from that. Her moveset came from that. So now mm-hmm. you're changing it. You're taking that element out. Like I said, I don't need to like sit here and, you know, be Well, off. we don't We don't know, to be fair, how much has been changed yet. Well, even the director said, someone asked Someone asked the director, like, hey, will, there, will you have a, a mode or will you have nudity? as you had before mm-hmm. in Bayonetta 3. And the director says something of the fact of, you know, hold my beer. 
we, we got something coming. So will there be maybe a clove mm. mode versus a traditional mode? Sure. Mm. I, and I'm not, I'm not one of those people that can be like, oh my God, I need Bayonetta 3 or I'm going to boycott. I think we got to be careful. And even with past conversations we've had uh, about certain stuff, outrage is kind of a strong language. Like you could disagree about something and then have your opinion. Um, it's not, I'm not outraged by it. I'm not going to boycott Bayonetta. When Bayonetta comes up, I'll be one of the first dudes to play it and i'm gonna be the first guy to unlock one hand mode play one play bayonet with one hand and other hand on my desk like the good yep. christian man i am yep. you elevate to the point where you're just playing with your toes yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a double-handed operation mm-hmm. uh, but that's the thing like bayonetta for the most part it is what it is don't change the character and this is not just for bayonetta this is for any type of character in the future don't stop changing characters i'm not tripping about you know shirtless guys being all buff when i'm not i'm sitting here not buff myself i feel Mm -hmm. like there should be there's a place for women to express themselves however they want to yeah Um, and the same thing for men there's ways for men to express themselves how they want to um like what characters turn out to be gay in certain movies or certain in certain games i'm like hey there's space for gay characters there's a space for straight characters there's for non-binary characters however you want to do it that's fine but once you establish a character keep that character established now there's things you can do a little bit more tastefully than others but mm-hmm. so if, if you establish a character keep that character the same simple as that hmm. all right well and with that ladies <laughs> you don't like it there's a game called you call for uh for you called cooking mama Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I think I summed it up pretty well. Oh, this was the last episode of the Blur Podcast. Yep, this has been the Blur Podcast, episode seventeen. You guys could never catch us on any streaming platforms ever again because we have just been canceled. Good job. We've Good been job, banned from uh, Twitter for the eternity. And underground, mm-hmm. why did you say that? Say what? Yeah. Why did you say that about Cookie Mama? That is so yeah. messed up. I said, up, man. what? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you want to have, if you want to hear more crazy stuff like that, go to the Underground dot mm-hmm. at Twitch TV. Uh, where you hear Make sure to send content. all your comments there. All your comments mm-hmm. need to go there, please. You know mm-hmm. the funny thing is, Ed did not actually. Uh, he did not host this today, so that's why we only have. Like, I did. You did. You I don't did. see. I don't see it's uh, on my the Underground. Ah. It's on my channel. No. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to look, and if I don't see right. the usual, uh, um, our usual viewers aren't there. Our usual two viewers. Hey, we have hundreds. Yeah, don't you say that oh, about no, Burrito. Is, oh no, he is hosting it. Okay. Oh, we don't have anybody. No one's here, man. That makes me sad. Eh. We need to start uh, updating people beforehand. Yeah, well, I mean, my. My uh, plan is to make nonstop controversial comments on Twitch, so I'm that'll get us the views. <laughs> You're doing a great job on that. Flip it and ship it now. Do it. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, All right, Eduardo. Yeah, take, take us, us out. out. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode seventeen. Seventeen. All right. Seventeen. Jesus. Uh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode seventeen of the Blurred Podcast. You can find us on all of the platforms. And we go live recording at twitch.tv slash the blurred podcast. Till next time, catch you later. <laughs>